0: You're listening to the Films and Swear Movie Podcast, recording straight out of five Scotland. I'm your host Stuart Sullen, and joining me, Magic Mike Christie. Hey. Thought I said that a little bit too quick there, but I didn't care what the fuck I was saying. I was like, <clears throat> um, Five Scotland stink podcast." I've uh, got command of the night. Eh? Aye, um, don't even tell them. Nah, let's see if they could guess and get all of the feedback on, man, that was some unorganised shit. Let's hope it was better next week. So, yes, episode 174 of the Films and Swearing movie podcast today marks the start of our natural disaster season. We will be starting off with Jan de Bont's Twister, and, aye, that's... As a guy, yes, yeah, not over It is a guy, it is a. Uh, is he from the Netherlands? Is it Icelandic? Yes, he was born in the Netherlands. He is Netherlands. A Netherlands. I said it quite quite. Pippy, British, <clears throat> posh, tea Cheerio. Yeah. Yes. Queen, knickers.
1: Oswaldo Mowbray. I said
0: knickers and not the other word, not the racial slur. I said Queen's <laughs> knickers. <laughs> In case, I, was Waldo. <laughs> I don't want to get myself hung here. Um Dude's like clearly more of a cinematographer than a director though. Yeah. He's got maybe about like five directing credits but a fuck ton of cinematography. Yeah,
1: 'cause the only one I really remember him directing was uh, Speed. Yes. That's the only one I could think of.
0: Uh, cinematography credits is currently at sixty one directing, as we said, five. Doesn't look like he's done much. What
1: else did he direct?
0: Uh, let's have a little look. He started off with Speed, nineteen ninety four, then went on to Twister in ninety six, Speed two, Cruise Control, nineteen ninety seven, Big Sandy Bollocks, and uh, Willem Dafoe. Yep, Willem Defoe along with what's his name, Jason Patrick. He was like the the love interest that was but it's good as a yeah, chocolate it fireplace. It was, uh,
1: it, was never, it was never Keanu Reeves.
0: Though. Aye. And then you had that horror movie, The Haunting, you know, Catherine Zeta-Jones, uh, Owen Willis. Oh, he directed that. Aye. Aye. Uh, Liam Neeson and fucking Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern's in there.
1: Fucking hell, that takes me back. That takes me back to being at your mum and dad's house.
0: Aye, and a completely random we watch, wasn't it? Aye. Aye, and
1: some bits did actually like, freak us a wee
0: bit. Aye. Because the whole premise was that they had to sleep in a haunted house, uh, more or less, that old chestnut. And then in two thousand three, his final directing credit, as as of yet, yeah, he's not dead or anything. Uh, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. Oh, that was okay. the second attempt at it, wasn't it? Aye. Uh, ah, it's got a few names. Obviously Angelina Jolie, but fucking second name was fucking Gerard Butler. That was a wee while before he was famous. Uh,
1: Daniel Craig was in the first one.
0: Ah. You had him, and uh, you had a few Chinese guys in there as well. And Chris Barry, for fucking Red Dwarf.
1: Ah, he played their butler.
0: Ah. I'm sure he did. Did you lock him in the fridge, like in the video games? Where you'd walk into the big freezer, then do a backflip over him and shut the door. (laughs) And just go to see if he ever froze. I used to always love Going up to the top of the,
1: like, the fucking hall and did a big massive swan dive.
0: And what, like break just, her neck? Aye. It does, it had a strangely satisfying crunch. Like, when on impact, I was like, yeah, yeah. that was worth it. Uh, so that is the film career, the directing career of, of our pal Jan. But today we're going to talk about one of his bigger films. Because I'd say between this and speed... Ah, it's probably been a bit Yeah. Started off really well. Hmm. Uh, so, the plot to Twister is... Bill and Joe Harden, advanced storm chasers on the brink of divorce, must join together to create an advanced weather alert system by putting themselves in the crosshairs of extremely violent tornadoes.
1: Hmm. I worded my I wanted my plots and arcs a bit differently.
0: Oh, you have it at hand. Aye, let's hear it.
1: Yeah, because I've got. Aye, my mum is a a group of rival stormchasers who compete against each other in trying to study tornadoes across America.
0: Yeah, you can say that. Aye, because that's basically. There's no much else. Like the only thing you really mentioned. Is the fact that there's a couple on the brink of divorce who still seem to really like each other. Yeah. Did, did, did we find out why they were getting divorced? What caused the separation? Nah. Because it gave you the impression that it was... Him leaving? Well, it was the papers.
1: because he was in the middle of getting so get married.
0: Again. But whenever they were working together... Yeah, shooting it. I back in. So it seems like when there's if, if tornadoes have an off season, they get bored of each other, fall out, yeah. get bored. Then when the fucking the weather's right, fucking hell. <laughs> back in heat. I think well, right enough, the only thing the film is missing is a uh, a passionate sex scene with twisters in the backgrounds. Yeah. Because imagine them in that wee red truck being flung around in the tornado while a couple of cows flying past. Ah, the cow looking and goes <laughs>
1: Was that your? <coughs> was that your impression
0: there? Um, a slightly aroused cow. I it like fucking hell! <laughs> I've got curdled my milk.
1: Then <laughs> 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 milkiness. The oh, <laughs> is
0: that, Oh was that a heel hitting the windshield? No. Oh, that was about. I think that was double whipped cream. Oh So, um, Twister stars. Helen Hunt as Dr. Joe Harden, Bill Paxton as Bill Harden, Carrie Ewells as Dr. Jonas Miller. Is that how,
1: is that how you pronounce it a second? Ewells, E
0: L W E. I
1: just thought I was calling Elwes. <laughs> just Elwes? Say it the way it was, like, say I it the way it's spelled.
0: Aye, exactly. I just, Ewells. Ah, who knows? Maybe someone could correct us. Uh, Jamie Gertz as Dr. Melissa Reeves Philip Seymour Hoffman As fucking Michelangelo in the Ninja Turtles (laughs) That was like a human interpretation Uh, Dustin Davis was his character name Uh, Lois Smith as (laughs) Green A.K.A. Food Foods That poor woman and her cows And her dog Uh, Alan Ruck Rabbit Robert Rabbit Nurick. Man, they've got a fucking crew in this film. Like, uh, they could have cut some of the, the dead weight. Some of these boys did nothing. Uh, Sean Whalen as Alan Sanders. Uh, Jason Preacher Rowe, that's a character name for Scott Thompson. He was the older dude that gets his forehead uh, cut the, open the, but the did priest. not. Aye, aye. He didn't get decapitated, just uh. got a gnarly scar. Uh, Todd Field as Tim Belzer-Lewis. Joey Slotnick as Joey. Wendy Josefer as Haynes, a.k.a. the other woman in the team. Uh, Jeremy Davies as Lawrence. And I think that's everyone. The rest looks like it's all cunts from the other guys' team. Yeah. And characters in their their storm-chasing crew, isn't there?
1: Ah.
0: Quite a lot of cunts. And the only
1: ones that you seem to... Notices, Joe Bell, uh, Dustin, maybe Rabbit.
0: Aye, yeah, D- and like definitely is like the most recognizable because I always remember him as the cunt from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, he, he
1: was, was in, a, he was in Speed as well.
0: Aye, I noticed that when I looked was, at uh, IMDb, he you got he was,
1: like, why well, just talked?
0: Was he on the bus? Aye, or? he was on the bus. Aye. I have, I've actually not seen Speed. I, I might last time I might have seen Speed. It probably would have been on tape.
1: Uh, Maybe
0: not even on DVD. It has been a fucking age since Dennis I've seen Hoffman Speed. as well, eh? Aye, exactly. And to the point where it's, it doesn't, you just remember it for the bus, but it ends up in a subway, uh, don't yeah. they? So, but man, I need to have a I need to revisit Speed.
1: Was it a first time watch for you? Oh,
0: no. No, no, no. Um, I can't remember the last... I, I can't remember how I obtained it originally. Whether it was a case of... I think it might have been past the time of renting it from Walkers. I think those ah. days were gone. I think it was now at the stage of you would get videotapes for your mum's pal from her work. Like someone that could obtain good copies in new films. On tape, like I always remember the day getting a long play video cassette, a long play videotape, right <laughs> a totally long is, play, yeah. and it contained both the Lost Worlds, Jurassic Park, and Men in Black. Back in the day, I fucking had that as well. I had that tape, aye, uh, and like that, I like, on my knees, holding above my head, going, "How life cannot get any better than this." <laughs> Two major films on one tape in my possession. So, like, that was a lot when you're a kid. It's like, especially now, like, children in this generation are going to be uh, spoiled. They'll never know. They'll never Netflix. know that. The struggle. They'll never know the struggle. Where was I going? All right, we're talking about uh, so, uh, how so well right, I got right. a this uh, in the first place. I'm positive it was just, like, some lassie for mom's work was able to get copies of films.
1: Uh, um... We got a cup of uh, Walkers. Right. I'm pretty sure, aye, we got a copy for Walkers, and then I'm sure my dad phoned fucking Helen Rab up
0: mm-hmm. and was like fucking bossing to Rab about this film Aye. Oh, I wonder if it was like in the day we only had like one tape. He was aye, we got it, Rab. Oh, fuck. They tell me about, oh, you should see what the fuck happens to this house. There's cows and <laughs> all in the sky. <coughs> <laughs> aye. So, Mike, do you like Twister? Does it aye. hold up?
1: Um, I will. This is like I, I put it up on Twitter today that i have not seen this film, and well over a decade, it's probably one of the only films that I never owned on DVD. Mm. Had it on video. I got it on video for my Christmas, whatever year it was it came out. And aye, I thought uh, it was like probably one of the like better films in that year. Yeah. Aye. Because like, around that time, there was a lot of like natural disaster type films.
0: Yes, yeah, so I think ah, uh, it was like the trend sort of thing. Uh, if not, it was definitely the start of the trend because it's <clears> funny how all the other picks for a natural disaster season were all really in the following years. Yeah. So it's so like that started, and then every year there had to be something similar. Whilst well, so it might be a different uh, yeah. type of disaster, but it was definitely fucking volcanoes, fucking asteroids, and. All this shit, but I I feel like Twister really started it. I reckon I'm I wonder what made like what the appeal was back in the day. Maybe because I'm trying to think, is it just the case that we never saw anything like that prior to it, like back in the day when you seen? I imagine we saw the trailer to Twister somehow if it was either played in front of another movie on a cassette tape yeah. on a, a video I keep seeing cassettes keep Americanizing it but that that was how you kind of saw that's how you saw your trailers it was playing in front of the movie you'd rented uh, so that is how you kind of got the idea was that right next week when we're going back we're looking for Twister yeah. and and again it feels like it's like a a big enough action movie that you could compare it to almost like Jurassic Park where because
1: it, it was like was it probably one? Uh, ah, because it was in the summer that came out. I changed mm-hmm. the release it, it was a summer, so it was like one of like, the best summer
0: blockbusters. Exactly, and instead of fucking dinosaurs, it's just fucking twisters, fucking tornadoes, like whipping people out of underground shelters, like how the movie starts. Yeah. And it it, it just has like that ferocity, ferocity, like when they've all went into the storm shelter and the wee lassie's looking for like the like they've got like little portholes. And it just made me think back to the start of Jurassic Park when they were trying to load raptors in, and, and you could see them through the oh, little slits, the, uh, the wee holes and, and you the just containers. hear aye uh, yeah, the sounds are going... and it's like she's looking outside like, what the fuck is like? It's no just wind out there. There's something worse, and then you just see her dad get fucking sucked aye. up. Thankfully, the mum had some weight about her, so she managed to save the last in the Oh, duck. oh <laughs> Fucking body shaming and prick. <laughs> But. Aye um and I always thought it was like man that's a bit of a fucking rough start but it, it leads into the story. This is this is Joe as a child. Yeah. And this is I think it was like her obsession, it's not like she was starting a fight with a twister, but her obsession to chase them, if anything. Mm-hmm. But yes, I, I whilst initially when I started it, my now T V brought, like, the timeline said it was on for near enough two hours, like, an hour fifteen. and I was like, fuck. I, I do not remember it being as long as this back in the day. Mm. Uh, but I, I think it still actually holds up. Like, the uh, action sequences, uh, the cast is really good to it, the story doesn't hang around too much, because there is, thankfully, like, a storm every five minutes. Uh, and the score to this film is actually really on point. Ah, uh,
1: yeah, I... Like,
0: Whenever like a chase is about starting start and everyone's fucking running to the cars, the music playing behind it is like, "Hi, I'm That's I'll, quite upbeat." Hi, I'm want to fucking join these fucking this journey. I, like I, this is exciting, and then they start throwing some electric guitar into some scenes. I like, go, "Okay, I'm trying to make this a wee bit metal." But looking at the soundtrack, it's got names like uh, fucking Van Halen. Ah, uh, he, he composed the like, the score for it. Mm-hmm. Even fucking Ennio Morricone <clears throat> has one credit in this film. Oh, does it? I don't know that. D- if you go on IMDb and look at the, the soundtrack, list. soundtrack list, it is one towards the bottom. It has Ennio Morricone on there. Like, oh, aye. That's out of nowhere. Because uh. I'm going to have to look up the name of the guy who actually composed this because I was actually like really impressed. I was expecting it to be something like Jerry Goldsmith. I felt... It, was, it could have been something like that mm. um, but it was a dude that I was not familiar with let's see composer Mark Mancina or Mancina alright uh, M A N. he's done quite a lot C-I- of M-A. I recognise the he's done a few films and but. obviously enough, he was also good pals with Jan because Speed Twister uh, Bad Boys uh, he's still working today he's got credits on Moana Criminal Minds, Red, August Rush, and then like a lot of your straight to video Disney movies like Tarzan, Brother Bear 2, uh, Tarzan and Jane, Legend Tarzan, 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 he made a lot of movie, a lot of money after Tarzan. So he got some big credits and I think he actually did a quite a good job with this one. But, um, let's talk about the lead's Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton do a really solid job in us. Like, I don't absolutely. think I fault either of them. I say fault as if there's something bad about this film, but no, I, this is actually a pretty fucking good little film. There's something about it just like where you you, you didn't even watch it in ten years and you wonder, is it actually going to fucking hold up? Aye. Because it, it's no, it's not a big name director, It's it's not like a an A-list cast. Um, I, I read on IMDb trivia that, obviously, they were looking for, the uh, the like to either Tom Hanks or Kurt Russell to lead uh, the film. And then to have, I, I guess, Bill Paxton as a, like a third. Bill Paxton. Probably a cheaper option, eh? Oh, definitely. And it's not like a... I was going to say like a big household name, uh, obviously. Aliens... I, I I was trying to think of like without looking on IMDb, what is he famous for? And I know he he showed up as like the villain type in was it Two Guns and aye, like, um, what else was yeah?
1: Yeah, the he was one of the punks and uh Terminator, tournament.
0: of course. So like <coughs> it's he's he's never he's not to the level of a, as I say Kurt nah, Russell cause he's or cause Tom he's Hanks. Usually
1: like a can like a... Supporting. I say,
0: oh, I support him. support like a actor, like a smaller role, with it. So, with him being the lead in this film, it's kind of cemented him as, like, the dude for Twister, or the dude for Aliens, but there's things like this where he got the chance to be the fucking lead actor in the film, and he he done great. Aye. There, there wasn't a lot of backstory. We knew he was a storm chaser, he's now a weatherman. Aye. And that kind of make this made him a joke, like to the the storm chasers. They're kind of like that. The the bad guy uh, Jonas Miller would like to. I wind them up exactly. Like it's it's an easy shot to take at him, um, and he clearly bites every time. Mm. And I like the thing about the film where they they've got like this competing technology, where they're wanting to send the sensors into a, a tornado, into Aye. a twister, so they can analyze it and predict them in future, or... Yeah. Get, like, figure out the science behind it. And I love how the, the corporate-sponsored Storm Chasers have their own equivalent.
1: I but it's just it's called... Because the one that he uses is called Dorothy. Dorothy and then
0: they're using it Dot 3 or something. Yes, aye. And it's it's pretty much a carbon copy of, of what he had come up with. Aye, it's just that his sensors are, like... Cubes. Square, uh, cubes, aye, little paperweights, like... Other than them going on a tornado, that could be fucking lethal if you're standing nearby. Obviously, the tornado's bad enough, but having a little fucking cube paperweight fucking whipped at uh, you, like, that could
1: fucking do some damage at I least. I thought, um, I did, I liked do we like, when, when you first got to look at, like, Dorothy or whatever. Aye. It's the fact that it's got a picture of Dorothy for the Winning and that's it kind of it's subtle, the fact that it brings in that the big story in that film is that she. Got caught up in a tornado in Candace.
0: yes aye and it's, I like when I look at it and you see like she's on the side it kind of gives you the impression that it's like those pin-up girls that you'd see on fighter jets like aye. how they would paint ladies on the sides of the planes like, that was sort of like their vessel so they had fucking like, Dorothy paint on the side yeah. of it but um I would say um, I think uh, obviously
1: Philip Schumann Hoffman at the time he was probably relatively unknown. Aye. Aye. And I mean, like, he was probably the wild card at a lot of them. Yeah, aye. He was like we were saying he was like the Michelangelo eh, just aye. his choice eh, like, phrasing and stuff. Right, when
0: they got into the storm before Miller and they're like, losers! losers! And he's sitting there fucking with his finger up and he's fucking waving, he's climbing in fox cars trying to get kisses off, fuck. Like, uh, he's just awful attitude. It's been the, I think it's when they did the first bit
1: of storm chasing as well when picks up their truck and the Aye. truck drops, uh, the truck, truck drops in front of... The, the new wife. Aye. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he like, like, fucking dusty runs out and he's like laughing. Aye. And it's like he's kind of like, not really concerned that she's like, hearty just finds it like amazing. Like that was it. fucking
0: gnarly. Yes. Like he just, he's just got such a fucking hard on for storm chasing and Uh, like sure you're almost crushed but that was cool as fuck like that's just he just has that energy and he like he went on to fucking huge things after uh, that but he could have easily been remembered as like the fucking dude for twister as well and it was it's so funny to see like those faces like philip Seymour hoffman even, like, that Jeremy Davies, like, who we went on to be, like, a dude in Lost. Aye,
1: uh, he was Faraday. That was, aye. That's what I say. I couldn't remember. I was, I, was like, I was like, he looks familiar. Aye. And I looked through it, and I was like, that's fucking thing. Because he never said came in a loss the last couple of seasons. Exactly. And he looked so
0: fresh and fucking, like, fresh-faced and young back in that time. Eh? Aye, aye. Now, outside of them, we did mention the the new wife, that Doctor... Melissa... Yes. And and she was like a, a therapist, and they made that joke whether he was in therapy, Aye. and that's how they met, and this is how they're getting married. Aye, Melissa Reeves, and there was actress Jamie Garter, who didn't he? No, Jamie Geertz who did not ring a bell, but she's got credits for obviously Twister is her main movie, but she was in the Lost, Lost Boys, Boys ten
1: years before, mm-hmm. but I didn't really
0: recognize her anything else. She's got a role in Sixteen Candles as well, but. Never, she could be the leading lady in that actually, but um, she was quite she was fine. She came across as quite ditzy, or quite naive for uh. a therapist. I thought, uh, just the whole, like the whole. I think mainly just because she was out of her depth, uh. in with all the storm chasing stuff, and she was trying to figure it out, sitting in the back seat, and then taking the calls on her her wee cell phone and they were fucking pulling at the antenna, and you you could tell it was a fucking 90s film, like, when all the fucking, the storm and the wind was going, like, that big 90s hair of her was, was fucking flopping around. But, she, I was... I like, she can like,
1: she was kind of, like, irritating me towards... Aye. Like, the end sort of thing, just, like, obviously, when Bill was sitting look looking... Go to like whatever hotel, and she's like, No, no, I'm, I'm gonna like tag along, I'm gonna see what this is all about. Aye, and like everything after that, it's just, it's just her screaming for the next hour in the film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, like, there are whole reasons for leaving him uh, halfway through the film or three quarters your way through. It makes complete sense, then like, she kind of compete to the, the storm chasing life that he really wants to lead. Aye. He's obviously came away from it. Tried to change it, settle down, meet somebody, uh, and he's done it too quick. And when all these fucking storms are kicking in, it's uh, it's just yeah. pulling but then them the back in. She always overhears
1: him on the radio. That when part. They're that we chat after the. Aye,
0: ah, the argument the, after one of the, the storms. Because that's when fucking Dorothy 2 or something gets trashed. Uh, and they're having the fucking argument. Is no, like, oh, we could fix it. No, it's not about fixing this. It's about you and your fucking obsessions with tornadoes. Like, it didn't fucking deliberately kill your dad! You're only alive because sh- your mum was heavy! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, with a fat shame fucking super. I'm there.
0: sure Bill Parkson said, I'm sure that was a, one of the lines. I think how he saw it, but.
1: Um, <clears throat> she deliberately, blew. she thinks that like that it deliberately picked her house. Yes, it found her, and. And then that's basically her obsession.
0: For that, rant to say that's what she's basically been wanting to do since she was a bairn. Aye, just figure out why. And the only thing that made like that made me scratch my head about that scene was how Melissa kind of overheard it on the radio, because it gave you the shot of the radio in the car, in the jeep uh, of the red truck, and I'm pretty sure they were like doing a hell chasing all the the fucking... Theirs There's uh. like Christmas baubles more or less. Their sensors, so uh. they were far away from the car, but it gave you that clear shot that the radio radio was on. And she's fucking aye, standing, aye. looking at a car, aye, and it's almost like that's was standing like this distance away from them. Like, aye, we, but we than she now. clearly hears a full conversation in a radio with fuck down a hill, which the cars overhearing them. I'm not sure if it's because they, mind that they had walkie-talkies aye, on with either. them, aye. like whether that was that with that was a, like a microphone that they had on them that was linked to the fucking car radio, and that's how she was able to hear it. But I felt that was that like, came across as a little far-fetched if it was just the fact that the wee what do they call those radios like a oh like the wee like CB aye, radios aye wee CB radio like if that was on and managed to overhear them fucking doing the hell having an argument and that was clear enough for her to hear because for they her could truck pick up uh, frequencies when they're talking to that Jonas as well mind aye aye, aye they, they, were they were switching signals they can communicate
1: between them, yeah.
0: exactly so uh, something about the technology in that scene kind of made me scratch my head saying that was a little bit too convenient for her hearing aye. all that shit but that was a minor grievance Um, tell me some, like one of the things you like about the film Um, I quite like the um
1: I liked the scene when they were at the drive-in yes
0: watching The Shining yeah I honestly completely forgot like I knew there was a drive-in scene but I, couldn't, I never knew what the fuck it was, was on but yeah it was cool just to see I think just a Shining show in a film but it was, it was just like something in the background, well, it, like, it just shows you as well, like, like how, how sudden it can happen. Yes, like, because that was because like, that's the whole point they try to like predict it. Aye, because they they gave the information that three minutes, that's how much notice people really have to escape an impending right. tornado. Whereas if they if their technology works, they are most yeah. likely able to give fifteen minutes notice and save a whole lot more lives but with that one all these it's like the end of the day all can't ready to fucking chill out i know like joe is away buying fucking eight coffees and for, just for her. aye so they can remind just like i gotta be just in case of a fucking storm fucking <laughs> knocking back coffees but um it was it's it catches them all off guard and it They have, like, that great sequence where they'll have to run into the the fucking garage and hide underneath, like, the pits where they would work on trucks. And just fucking everything. It is... It feels like... Almost... Like, you could compare it to a... Final Destination movie nowadays where... Because it looked like shit was just getting flung at that garage. It was like, car, truck, and let's pull bits off the roof and fling at them. Let's throw fucking hubcaps at that preacher's head. And just everything apart for the fucking barn door was flung out i fucking Michael Bay's chuffed with that. <laughs> like,
1: that's probably one of his, like... What's the word I'm looking for? But well, that's probably like one of the scenes that he's, that he's seen. Ah, he's and a, that's going to I be like like his like, method for always fucking.
0: It's lacking some fire, but I like what they're doing here. Because you see those cars fucking flying everywhere. And exactly. Uh, the, obviously, the famous shot of the the cows going around. Yeah. I always love that joke where like you see it it's like, that's a cow. And then there's another cow. I think that's the same cow. <laughs> <laughs> like I just fucking love his delivery of that. Cause it's like Melissa in the background going, what? I don't understand. And supposedly that's like a, a reused uh, CGI effect taken from Jumanji. But they've just altered a zebra and changed it to a cow. Oh, oh, would this be when? Would this be in Jumanji when the? There must um, be a shot of like a zebra not going through like a a twister, but a zebra getting flung towards the camera and then away. And I guess I reckon how easy it is for them just to, like, I just like mapping a skin on it from changing uh, it from a zebra to a cow. Because when I read that. I thought I'm going to have to pay attention to this because part of me was thinking maybe the cow in fucking Twister just looks like a really bloated fucking zebra. Huh. Like, maybe they'll just, just stretch it out and they'll make it look like a cow. It goes by quick enough. But no, it did legitimately look like a cow. It wasn't yeah. a bad CGI effect. Now, yeah. saying that, what did you think of the computer effects?
1: Yeah, I I was uh, quite surprised at how well the like, computer effects stood up. I like, said that has been like 20 years or
0: something. That's it, 1996. Disney looked too bad. It actually still looks probably still better than what we would get for like a Sharknado film or something or maybe almost on par. Like Sharknado's just catching up with 20-year-old technology on the fucking sci-fi. The, just the way the storms, it doesn't look overly bad. Margaret pointed out one bad bit of CGI but I, I was, I was, my eyes were off the screen at that point I looked at my phone for something and she says oh that looks a bit ropey and by the time I look back it was, whatever it was it was gone but I think for its time it's done a fucking good wee job like uh, th- obviously all the storms are digital and things like uh, that but it it's, it looks authentic enough
1: it's uh, I, know, I think the best shot in the film is probably when when they're driving towards the last one and mm-hmm. the camera like pans out, and it just shows you the fucking
0: size, in the F five. Aye, and I like that when you like you kind of get your exposition dump when they were all at like that Aunt Meg's getting her breakfast, and they started talking about the levels. Aye, and when they mentioned the F five, they're like Whew. nobody talks about the F five. Aye,
1: because obviously, Joe's the one that's survived. I quite like the
0: story they tell. Oh, about, uh, Bill being drunk. Bill's a fucking wild cunt. It's like, nah, like, naked with a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> I'm just thinking like the thought of just chucking it into the storm. And Zah never came down. And to imagine finding it firing out the other side and killing someone. Yeah. Fucking bottle rocket going, <laughs> just wiping out some dude's rib cage. Uh, but.
1: Uh, the best line in this film. It's been rabbits fucking tucking into his beef. And he's like, Meg, you've got a lot of beef. And she's like, uh, you
0: see my carrots? He's like, no. like That's how I got a lot of beef. <laughs> it's like, and he's like, that's a crazy lady, but I'll fucking eat this <laughs> food. And there's there's a lot of scenes I do actually like quite kind of look back on fondly. Like the whole thing where they said they point out where on the map and the kind of ah, oh, we're quite close to your auntie's house. Nah, nah, we're not going to Auntie's and they're all going, FOOD! Like, you don't fucking feed us! We've been chasing Storm for days! Like, you just keep buying us fucking coffee! We need food! And they all just start going, FOOD!
1: FOOD! A salute that Melissa fucking gives them when they slap that big massive
0: steak on the plate. Aye. Aye, she's like, she's almost like a little documentarian. Is that even a fucking word I just said? Ahem. She's like a little scientist that's just joined a culture she has no fucking idea of what is and then just seeing like there's a weird motley crew of fuck like all completely different fucking characters, all with their old weird eccentric little things. Aye. And just trying to wrap her head around it. How the fuck how did my man come from this? What well, um what does surprise me and what i completely forgot
1: about when I'd seen it years before is for the level of fucking swearing
0: that it has for a PG rated film, uh, I, I, to be honest, I can't actually remember any swearing. Was there any? Ah, oh, it's got like a, a few shits and all that in it. Right, something right. like like there was no, like a fuck you moment to like nah, Miller or uh, something.
1: that like like bells rattling out like fucking SOBs left, right, and centre. and right? Aye. I reckon, uh, cause I, 'cause I always thought it was like, rated, like a 12 or something. Aye. And it wasn't until I like, re-looked back on it and I was like, oh, it's a PG and it's
0: got like all this All this violent language in it. Aye. Now, one thing, obviously, that we've mentioned on this podcast before was the, the trend of cunts getting impaled in their cars. Aye. What about fucking Miller's Driver? Uh, with a pylon. Aye, just right through... And Mark was saying to me like when that was happening, I was like, who got it worse? That boy getting the fucking pile into the face or Miller being whipped around and then driven down into the ground, blowing up. I have to say Miller. He's sad. because
1: the thing is like when you see the shot when the when the FI picks up, it's in the air for fucking a good Aye. five, ten seconds on camera anyway. Aye.
0: So he's, he's on a fucking roller coaster that, ride. That's what
1: they talk about when they tell that story about um, Bill being drunk and he throws the bottle aye. and it never hits the ground.
0: Yeah. But aye. I think Miller really got the worst of it because you're on a fucking roller coaster at this point, you're just being flung through the air and then you're going to hit the ground. The dude beside you is already fucking yeah. splattered. He's would, you, um, would you attempt to
1: get a seatbelt off and just jump out and hope for the worst, or would you just...
0: All you've had some sort of, like, wingsuit and said, maybe I could make it, (laughs) and just... Mm. and try and fly and just end up in a fucking tree embedded in it, but, aye. Um, Mm. It's really, also, it gives you, like, that, like,
1: unanswered question is when they're um, in that farmhouse at the end, Mm -hmm. and they go into the barn, and it's got all the fucking... Different like Aye. instruments of destruction sort of thing. Aye. That's a fucking final destination
0: moment going, mm. Nope. We're not staying Kid here. Kind it reminds me of like Texas Chainsaw. A wee bit. <laughs> oh, what a fucking hoose to go hiding during a storm. I wonder if they've ever done that, like in a Texas chainsaw film where people have been caught in a storm and had to go fucking take shelter. Take shelter in and they just take shelter in the wrong fucking house. Mm. That's a new way for them to do it. Yeah. Something a little bit different, or have it like hateful eight style. You're caught in a fucking blizzard, and that's the only fucking, a, a haberdashery ran by the fucking cunts of the Texas chainsaw. <laughs> it's like, nope, I'll take my chance in the snow, thank you. Um, one thing that I well, obviously, I'll never,
1: I'll never know if it if, if it could work or not, It's when the if I've hit someone, they're like strapped onto that Aye. that bar with the belt. Yeah, aye. And like when she's getting like kind of blown up, but she can see like right up the middle of the eye in the storm.
0: Aye, that's like a, a unique perspective.
1: Aye, but like there's no way that that belt would hold.
0: I think, because I guess that's it. They've wrapped themselves in like a leather. It almost looks like the the thing you would get in wrestling where they have like a, a strap, a leather strap because... In my mind, thinking back to it, I thought Bill Pullman had used, like, his belt and fastened it on, like, uh, this this pole. And they talked about the pole being metres and metres underground, so they were safe holding on to this, but they had to use something stronger than their fucking grip, Yeah. obviously. Uh, but I, I'd always convinced myself that he'd, like, kind of looped his belt around them. But it makes so much more sense to kind of use, like, that leather strap and just yeah. loop themselves. Um whether in actuality if they do that and the fucking F5 tornado just tears off their lower half of the body uh, and just miles of intestine being whipped into the I air
1: think, uh, I think in that situation I didn't think you would even get a chance to fucking attach a
0: strike to a fucking ball aye ah, it's, a, it's a movie so they're given a lot of chance to aye. run away and prepare themselves for things they're always a good few steps ahead of whatever aye I quite like the
1: I think it's at end, like towards the end as well when they're trying to drive and they're avoiding everything and then the fucking house just blows onto the road yes. and it drives right through it.
0: Aye, um, aye, because they're driving there's like left, right, and it's like tractors and it's fucking things. And then you get field. the big
1: fucking big oil tanker.
0: Yes, I thought for a second there it was like fire tornadoes because when <laughs> I blew up, me seen the flames like. Huh? But it is another film that came out a few years ago, Into the Storm. That is another sort of twister-style one, but it's all, um, like, film footage. Alright, oh, I've never... It was, like, in the last five years. Oh, shit. It took Margaret to the picture to see it, because she's, she's daft on natural disaster films. Um, and that was, like, f- from the perspective, perspective of a kid filming things for his graduating class, uh, a few rednecks on YouTube with GoPro cameras, and then Storm Chasers with uh, a really memorable dude, and I can't remember his name, uh, so it's like a mixture between those three folk and all the film assembled together, but there was a point where there was two twisters, something blows up, and then they go on fire and kind of continue. Huh. It's like, fire twisters. <laughs> like, what could be worse? Uh, it's like that fucking joke out a Lego Batman, where it's like, uh, snakes, clowns, no, now I've got clown snakes. Now I've got something to fear. Damn it, Alfred. <laughs> for anyone that's seen Lego Batman. <laughs> um, Man, I think, I, I think we've talked about a lot of the main meat of the film. Is there any wee scenes that we've missed that's that's worth discussing? Uh, well, I'll
1: um, put in my favourite. My favourite my favorite scene in the film is actually when... Um, they're chasing the two wee thin ones on the water, okay. And they're like trapped in the middle between them, and it's kind of like going around them. Aye, I thought that was quite a nice wee. Aye, wee aye show.
0: that's at least this film delivers a lot of because it
1: pretty much gives you like, like it pretty much shows you like each twister like evolving. So like, the first one you see aye. is like a wee one, and then you see the wee. Like the we like, I can just
0: upgrade to like the big one. Aye, and they start doing unpredictable things where they change paths because between them and Miller and his corporation, they're all thinking right, doing this, and then shit changes, and it's only just because uh, like Drew and Bill's crew are that a little bit better at predicting it. They could tell where they're going, Aye. and they're following like rabbits, hunches, and they're all fucking belting through cornfields. And like, I, that's basically what leads to fucking Miller's uh, downfall, basically. Yes. As him no. L- taking advice, and. Yeah. Even like to the point where, like, his driver before, like, moments before he was impaled was like, we should probably listen to them, man. Like, they, they're not doing it to screw us. Like, this shit is getting serious now. Uh, like, I'd, I'm pretty sure they just drove through a fucking house. And the, the way that was filmed was actually quite good. Right, like where you just see them going, then it looks like they're driving up the fucking stairs. Uh, right. uh, the way it looked as if they were going to jump out the fucking second story, like bedroom window or something, uh. but just shot right through the bottom. Uh, and I, I can't have a, a favorite scene. I just think all the action sequences, and there's a lot of them, just really makes this an easy watch. Yeah, like, there's never a really dull moment. Sure, they have like their. Like the whole divorce angle, where they kind of follow each other and they're like sign the fucking papers and all that shit. But that's that's like minor. That's not a lot. It's yeah. all really about the fucking twisters.
1: Yeah, do you think doing a do you think like done a smart thing believing out the reason behind the like divorce.
0: Um, i it's. Something like Bag when I was watching as a kid. Never questioned it at all, but uh. when watching it last night, I kind of thought, man, I kind of want a little backstory. Uh. I want to know what happened. Like, Is it because there was a couple and some lassie tricked him saying there's a fucking twister in this room and he went looking and was caught <laughs> by a lassie? <laughs> fucking uh. looking for some shit. I'm like, I need to find out why, why she's left him or if he's left her. Like maybe didn't he want that lifestyle anymore. and he, he took a job as a weatherman man, and he, he's gone into therapy. But just, we never got to find out why. So uh, I guess it is a like something that bothers me now that I think about it. Because mm. that's Nick and talks so about it. like even those stories at the table, the fact that like that could have been something later. Like sure the story of him when he was pissed with the bottle Jack dial and the story about Joe. But if somebody could just kind of fill in the blank. Uh, for the viewers anyway because Naked Paul, they're all actually quite chuffed to see him back at the start of the film uh, so it gives you like how long has he been away from the group because obviously it's got to the point where people know him as a weatherman and it, when they see him it's like oh he's back so is it months is it, it's not I think it's years I think he's maybe been out of the scene for maybe six months that's uh,
1: where
0: it kind of feels like oh no it has to be about a year because they talked about how soon he was married or getting married to Melissa, ah. and he kind of says it's about a year since they've met, uh, because he's went from Joe to Melissa, and she gives the wee jokes. Well, you, you didn't browse around much then, did you? Mm. Kind of went to the next person available. So now, uh, do I do box office and budget first, or should we dig into trivia? Eh, hey, I've got all this shit written in here. Right, you start um, that, and I will look up box office figures. I've got box office and budget here. Ah, perfect. ready. Go for it. Eh...
1: Hey, budget for this film is a nice 91 million.
0: Ah. Oh. Would that be deemed quite expensive back in the day? 91 million in the 90s?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Aye. I, I I wonder I wanna compare it to Jurassic Park. I was
1: just gonna say I, I think Jurassic Park probably needed more, you know, like animatronics and
0: stuff. Definitely. And uh, Jurassic Park budget was a cool sixty three million. Holy shit. I'm impressed. So three years later, an extra thirty million. Yeah. And and it wasn't honestly that budget wasn't used to to pay all the big stars in their movie because everyone was relatively sure. Yeah, like... It's just your main actors is the big names. Like, Helen Hunt is probably the most famous person at that. And when, upon the release of that film, the biggest name in that film would have been Helen Hunt and then Bill Paxson. Yeah. Like, fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman was was just a blip on the radar at that point. He He was Exactly. A wee bag of drugs. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: could you lose it in that for me?
0: Oh, aye, definitely. He's on something. You think he made his money back? Oh, easy. Easy. Like, as we said, like, it's one of those big fucking films. So. You, uh, you got an
1: overall figure in your head?
0: I think it has to have broken hundreds of millions. So, 300. Nearly. Uh, domestically, it took
1: 241. Right. And foreign market it took 252, so it took 490 million. Fucking hell, so, just a so half a billion. Million. Ah, nearly half a billion. And then probably what it would have made on like video sales and rentals.
0: and Exactly, you know. right. the queue for that at Walker's would have been unreal. <laughs> I thought you were just to pull up a note as like, well. I phoned Mr. <laughs> Walker this afternoon.
1: I'll <laughs> I just fucking phoning him every day. <laughs> you got that tape in yet?
0: So now? Those those Christie's have kept it. Bastards. I'm a, I'm a master of Kung Fu, you can. <laughs> oh no, we're, we've not got enough time to tell those tales on this podcast. <laughs> um, so aye, that was a box office and the budget. Got some trivia. I did, I do remember two notes of trivia. I'm not sure if if, we've, if we're on the same page here. Hey. There was a scandalous one that I found quite amusing. <laughs> with our pal Philip Seymour Hoffman I'll let you get done. that one uh, the more boring one I quite liked was the fact that it was the first film released on DVD that's what I've got as well and the final film released on, on... HD DVD aye that was, uh, who, who kept note of those statistics that's quite specific that was, one of, that
1: was one of my notes mm-hmm. and my other note was Michael Crichton was paid 2 million for the script a recording a uh, camel moan Slowed down was used for the sound of
0: the tornadoes. It, it makes sense. Like if they had done similar shit like that with uh, Jurassic Park, was it the T-Rex was like the sounds of elephants uh, doctored uh, uh, and? But I you could. I, I think I could actually hear it now. Like it's, it's easy enough just to sound like that. Distort it. Play over it. Um,
1: and then the, the scandalous one was about uh, <laughs> about Philip Seymour Hoffman. There's a an early scene where he is sitting on a chair, deck chair or something, and he like, lifts his legs up, and apparently his bollocks are in full frame on this. Uh, that got removed for the VHS and the DVD mm-hmm. copies, but they suppose it
0: was still out there. Aye, they're saying like a work print being sent to distributors or no, or the studio contained Philip Seymour's Hoffman.
1: That's maybe why uh, Melissa screamed for like an hour of the phone.
0: <laughs> Fucking put them away it's the industry's dick. Aye. He's just gonna Food What's that cat? What what we're we talking about next week? Well, I we I believe we'll be talking about volcano. Yeah. Uh, I was going to tell you who it was directed by but I don't fucking know. Uh, I just know it's got Tommy Lee Jones in it. It's got Tommy Lee Jones in it. It's got a young Don Cheeto in it as well. Ah, Don Ciro. Uh, it's one of those films where it's, it's Tommy Lee Jones and his daughter. Or like his daughter's fucking. he lost his daughter in amongst all the chaos of what's going on.
1: I'm trying yeah. because I watched it at Christmas time. It was on Netflix.
0: Right. And um
1: he works in some company that deals with like like weather and shit so basically like a weatherman sort of thing yeah and then they think it's just like a firestorm or something but then it turns
0: out it's no no it's a whole lot worse Um, we'll know a lot more about it next week Um, other than that feel free to shop at Amazon visit filmsandswearn.com first click on our Amazon link do your shopping as usual you won't be charged any extra, but we will get a small percentage uh, of your purchase.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm rubbing my hands as if I'm like, expecting big money. Like, <laughs> yes! £25 a year. If you want to find us on social media, just type in FAS Podcast. You'll find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, let's get our end of music up here because I don't think there's anything else. Really worth mentioning. Thankfully we're not on Grinder. No. We're not on any dating apps.
1: I like the fact that as soon as I said that the music came up uh, as, the, as, the, was, the, what? as if it was kind
0: of like a there was a momentary delay and said, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> Grindr? <laughs> Aye, so shout out to our Patreon subscribers uh, Paul Loudon who does the artwork David Lopan who does this music and, aye, I guess you cunt listeners, thank you for downloading. If you're ever on iTunes, you want to leave us a, a rating or a review, feel free, to search Films and Swearing. Other than that, I'm your host, Shirt Island. and joining me tonight has been Magic Mike Christie. Did you just call them cunt listeners? Uh, I don't think so, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say no to the idea. I mean... They are listening to films and swearing, so uh, expect to be cried a cunt at some point. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, let's let's just I'm pull my music back for ten seconds and say fuck off and tune in next week. See you next Tuesday.